And so, thank you to those of you who are joining in live on Zoom, live on Facebook. We obviously want to thank our anonymous sponsor for making this series possible, allowing us to be able to really learn Rabbi Nachman's teachings together on a weekly basis. It's a real incredible privilege to, uh, to be able to, to delve into these teachings with you. We've already covered a lot of ground, all B'siyat Rishmaya. And tonight we're going to take a couple of steps forward. Uh, the last couple of years we're all in Lamed Beis. They were all in that very lengthy Sicha and Amuna. And now we're going to continue within that context of teachings of Amuna, Rabbi Nachman's expositions on this, as we'll see, vital area. David HaMelech says, Emuna is the bedrock of, of everything, hopefully, of everything in our Yiddishkeit, and we're going to delve into that. And so tonight we're going to learn about four or five shorter teachings from the Tzaddik, and we'll try to cover as much ground as we can. We might have more time left over and end early. We might have less time, um, but we'll see all of us where this takes us. So I'm going to share my screen so we can see together these notes and... Let us begin. Let me just cancel this out one second. Okay. Alrighty. So, let's take a look at Sichas around 33, Lamed Gimel. Like I said, these are very short teachings, one-liners, two-liners, but each one of them needs his phone in us to focus on them. Rabbi Nassim said that the reason why he recorded Rabbi Nachman's teachings is because the, 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 the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Nassim came to a certain understanding and awareness that every word that came out of his mouth was limud. You have to learn it. You have to be didactic in every ois and every letter and every word choice. And so we're going to try to unpack a little bit of some of these what may look like you know, easy to understand teachings, but in truth really take us into Rabbi Nachman's appreciation of and the depth of the importance of this concept of Emunah. Says the Eligar Rebbe Sichas Lamad Gimel. Again, thank you to all of you who are joining. It's a privilege, Mamish, to learn these teachings with you. What a privilege to learn them together. Says the Eligar Tzadik Shuv Pam Acha Daber Me Emuna. Another time, on another occasion, Rabbi Nachman was speaking about Emunah. And of course, he says, Shuv Pam Achas. Shuv, again, because the whole Sicha Lamed Beis, which we just spent a few weeks on, three weeks, is all, is all, is all about Emunah. And so Shuv, again, Rabbi Nachman is just bringing the cluster of Emunah teachings from the Tzaddik, Lamed Gimel. One time, again, Shuv Pam Achas, and another occasion, he was speaking about Emunah, Anav Amar. Rabbi Nachman announced, and Rabbi Nachman uh, you know, it, it really means to answer. I heard from a close chaver, a close mentor, Rebbe, Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld, Shlita. So Rabbi Joey says, what's this anava amar? You don't find by other tzaddikim. He announced and he said. He announced, the word ana can mean to announce, but it could also mean to answer, right? It's a way of, of, of answering a question that's asked. Anava amar, it's like he answered. And so in a certain way, Rabbi heard the retrospective or reverse echo of questions, a flurry of questions coming from our generation back in time because he had this incredible vision like the Satmar Rebbe was made that Rabbi Nachman saw in time what the Chayzim Lublin saw in space. That Rabbi Nachman was able to see from one end of the world to the other in the realm of space. He was able to see to the end of time so much of what he spoke about was relating to the future generations as we'll see in Lamed Hay, which we'll get to Be'ezer Hashem tonight as well. Ha'eshali, my fire, tukat, ad bias ha'mashiach. The Tzaddik was able to see until the end of time. And so Anna 
he is answering those asked and unasked questions of our generation and of all generations until the coming of Mashiach. He already had the answer in the way of, like the Gemara tells us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is hikdim refua lemaka. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu prepares the remedy even before the, uh, the malady. And so Rabbi Nachman is answering. Who is he answering? Who asked him a question? We did, right? And in all of our challenges, in all of our suffering, in all of our uh, inability to understand the absurdity of what we are subjected to in our generation, Rabbi Nachman says, Anav Amar. He answered us then to the questions that we're, ans- that we're asking now. So Anav Amar, the tzaddik, announced and he answered and he said, by the world, emuna hidavar kata. Emunah is a small thing. Emunah hudavar katan, it's a small, insignificant thing. Because Emunah, of course, doesn't take up any space. So what does this mean? Emunah hudavar katan, it means that it's insignificant. That it's not worth spending time developing, focusing on, incorporating into our educational system to really give over Emunah to our children and to learn how to do that. Emunah hudavar katan. The etzli, Rabbi Nachman said, by me, and by the tzaddik, this sort of model was, was, was very popular. This nakudav, right? This and this. But, but, but etzli was a whole different. Rabbi Nachman was mamish, like we learned about Avram. Avram is Avram Ivri, Avram Me'ever, Echad Hoya Avram. He stood on one side of the world, and the whole world had a completely different approach. And Avram Avinu said to the world, I'm coming to, uh, to introduce to you something, something different, something different, something that's unique, something that's completely, uh, you know, stands in contrast to what everybody else was doing. Rabbi Nachman was Nachman Ivri in a certain way. Rabbi Nachman stood me aver. Rabbi Nachman was Echad Hoya Nachman, right? That, that Torah of Echad Hoya Avram bridges the first half of Lekut and the second half, Lekut Kama and Lekut Tinyana. There's a small little teaching. It's called the Hashmata. That, you know, sort of extra teaching that's left out and it's called Echad Hoya Avram. And it's all about being able to stand up against the world in a way of conviction that the rest of the world thinks you're crazy. And the rest of the world doesn't understand your approach and your conviction and your certainty and your passion and your feeling to learn how to stand me aver. Echad Hoya Avram, to be alone. That was his whole godless. That was the Indian of Avram Ivri. Avram stood me aver. Avram stood me aver. And Rabbi Nachman stands me aver. And so the tzaddik says... All of us also in the context of the story, of course, Ibn Ahmed said the world tells stories to put people to sleep. And I tell stories to wake people up. It's the same thing. So Eitzel O'ilam, maybe it's mamish the same thing. That's an interesting point to think about. But Eitzel O'ilam emunahu davar katan. By the world, the world tells stories to put people to sleep. Emunah is a, is a small nikuda. They don't know how to wake people up. They don't know how to give over the spirit of wakefulness to the future generations. But it's Lee says the Hilgit Sadik Slusyagnalino at Sli by me Emuna Hudavar Gadal Ma'id. Emuna is a phenomenally tremendous, awesome, big thing, significant thing. Significant. The Ikra Emuna and the tzaddik says that the primary element of emuna is belishum chachmas v'chakiris klal is without any sophistication, without any, uh, you know, like we learned in previous in previous teachings about Rebbe Nachman's approach to emuna. It's belishum chachmas v'chakiris klal without any sophistication and philosophizing. It's just pashit emuna. Anim amin anachnu ma'aminim ne ma'aminim. We have within ourselves what the Balatani referred to as aava misuseres, that hidden love that fills every particle of our Jewish being. Rakhbab Shita's Gamar. Simply, 
Rabbi Nachman's time, the women were far less educated. Baruch Hashem, today it's a different world. But back then, the women's role also in society, just bechlal, even the men's role, many of them, they were they were illiterate. Life was just too complicated. There were too many things to do, practically speaking, what we take for granted. There was no time to learn. But even societally, just generally, women did not have that access to learning as they do today. But they had a faith, but they had a munah. Everybody speaks about the babas, right? The babas, all those our grandmothers who couldn't read a word of Hebrew and they read in Yiddish, Senor Enna. But, they, but the way that they cried over the Shabbos neiris, and the way that they were davening to HaKadosh Baruch the whole entire day, they didn't need to find the time to daven three tefillahs. Hopefully all the women can find the time to daven practically, you know, mamish daven. They were the bechina of what David HaMelech described, described as va'anit fila. I am a tefillah. I don't, I don't daven. I am a davening. I am a prayer. And that was our babas, right? Uh, as far back as you need to go in the generations to find that quintessential, whether it's Svardi or Ashkenazi, that's one thing that we have in common, is the, is, the, is the Jewish baba. Of whatever culture and whatever time and era, that mamin, that mamin, in a way of simplicity, not because anybody proved to her that God exists, but because it's deeply rooted within. It's not that she studied God, but God speaks to her. And she's a woman who lives with God. And these are men who live with God, who live in a way of continuous and perpetual conversation with HaKadosh Baruch. You don't need to prove to me that He exists. I speak to Him daily. This is the Iker by Rabbi Nachman. He says, Emunah is, is, a, is a tremendously significant thing. And it's the Esoid HaKol. Rabbi Nachman said, Tukan. My fire, like we said, will burn until the coming of Mashiach. Rabbi Nachman said that he was the last, whatever this means, the last new neshama. And that after him, it's all Gilgulim. He was the, he was the last new neshama, the last chiddush. And he said, after me, there's no more chidushim. This is it. This is the final revelation. Much like throughout history, there were gigantic, gargantuan neshamas that came down to take Yiddishkeit into the next level. Moshe Rabbeinu, for example, changes the world, gives us the Torah in Nikla. And then later on, you have Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, and then the Ariya Kodesh, and then the Valshema Kodesh, and then Rabbi Nachman. Even though he was so close in proximity to the Valshem, there's two generations. Breslov is not Hasidus, something different. Breslov is not just a Hasidus. Breslov sees itself, Rabbi Nachman saw himself as the next level of Gilui. It's the final, final Gilui before the coming of Mashiach. And so Rabbi Nachman comes to walk into synonymity with Chabakuk. That Bachabakuk vehemidon alachas. That for the final generation, there's nobody left. And there's, no, and, and, and there's no more ability to focus on or to balance seven things, eleven things, like that Gemara in the Endemachus enumerates. Bachabakuk, and he says that the generation is going to be so, so desperate for simplicity and for the Nakud, for that we can't focus on a multifarious, you know, uh, in, in, in incredible mass of details. What was the achas? And Rabbi Nachman, you had these two things. The tzaddik, the Indian of the tzaddik. And Rabbi Nachman's incredible faith that he, give, that he gives over to us. And that he knew how to give over to us and gave over to us. That brings us to life. And so Rabbi Nachman, he says, by me, 
It could be that until my time, they didn't need to learn about Amuna and focus on Amuna. Rabbi Nachman comes at the end of time and he says, Chevra, now it's all about Amuna. Now we've come into that historical time period at the very end of time, which is associated with the sphere of Malchus that itself is connected to Tefillah and itself is connected to Amuna and itself is connected through the sphere of Yisod that it combines with to the Indian of the Tzaddik. Rabbi Nachman says, let's bring these two things together. Yichyeh. The name of Yisod is Chai Olamim. It's the Chaim, is the life. To be able to bring our Emuna to life, famously, the Baal Shem HaKadosh is born, is entered into the world on Chai Elul. Chai Elul. To bring Elul to life. What's Elul is Anila Doidi Vidoidi Li, famously. Not just a Rosh Tevis. But Elul is this time where we come face to face with the Kaddish Baruch Hu and the Baal Shem HaKadosh, the Indian of the Tzaddik, brings that to life. Chai Elul. And so it's this yichud between Yisod and Malchus, between the male and the female, between the Nakuda of the night of Shabbos and the day of Shabbos, joining hands and dancing together to the ending of Zion and Yerushalayim, binding themselves together to bring this world to life, to bring our emuna, our experience of this world to life. So Ibn Achman says, by me, emuna is davar gadol ma'oid. It's the ikr, it's the yisod. If it doesn't infuse every act that we take, every halacha that we learn, every tefillah that we daven, it's not. It's not the Mashiach kind of davening. It's not the Mashiach kind of experience that our generation is ripe for in order to make an early Shabbos, so to speak, and to begin already to live on that level of Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit that Mashiach will bring to us. This is Sichas Ran Lamad Gimel, very famous. By the world, Amunah's Davar Katan Ve'etzli. I came to wake up the world with the koach of simple faith, simple amuna, to bring us back to the fire of youth, out of this complexity and sophistication of adulthood, back into just what it is to be an intuitively feeling child that we speak about so often, the princess of youth. That's where Ibn Achman came at the very, very end of time to reintroduce Am Yisrael to the essence of our holiness, to the essence of the element of anachnum aminim and aminim that we contain within. Sichas Ram Lamed Dalid. So, of course, the Hemshech, all these are in the Indian of Emuna. And the Tzaddik over here says, Emuna Chashav Kitztaka. Interesting thing, also from last week's parasha. Emuna is connected to tzedakah, to charity. Because the Pasik says in Barashas, Vehem in Bashem, Avram Avinu believed in this promise of a Kodesh Baruch of Ayetse Sayachutz of Yamabina Shamaim. Look at the sky, count the stars, you can't count them. So will be your descendants. And the Pasik says, Vehem in Bashem, that Avram believed that. It's an interesting thing. Kodesh Baruch Hu considered that faith tzedakah. Is that righteousness? But the word tzedakah means charity. Of course, it's a righteous act. It comes from the word tzedek, which we'll speak about a little bit now. But tzedakah, tzedakah is charity. So emuna is considered like tzedakah. And through this, a person can merit children. A little bit cryptic. But this is what Rabbi Nachman says. Emuna is connected to the concept of tzedakah. And through this, a person can be zoche to children, and he throws in a gematria. Emuna is gematria banim. Emuna is gematria banim children. So it's a skula. Is it foolproof? Foolproof? Is it ironclad? There are people that Obabatreba had emuna. He didn't have children, right? So we daven for every single person, you know, to, to, to be able to bring life and, chil- and children into the world. This is one of many skulas. Emuna. Emuna, 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 emuna. Emuna is gematria banim. Without going into the mamish, the omik of it, just Rashi Prakim, we don't have time to develop all these ideas, but just Rashi Prakim, 
there's the Indian of Tzedek, there's the Indian of Tzadik, and there's the Indian of Tzedakah. The Mekubalim explain that Tzedek is connected to the Nakuda of Malchus. Malchus, the sphere of Malchus is connected to the Indian of Tzedek. Tzedek, Malchusa, Kedisha. Tzedek is connected to Malchus. Tzadik, of course, is connected to the sphere of Yisod. Because the Pasik says, with Tzadik, Yisod, Olam. So Tzedek is Malchus. That's the final receptacle, the last level, the, the final sphere. The level above it, which is supposed to wed with it, so to speak, and bring it to life and, and, and serve as the channel to bring all the life force of all the upper forces down into the Nakuda of Malchus, that's called Tzadik. The Shefa that becomes transferred from Tzadik to Tzedek is called Tzedakah, Kabbalistically. Tzedakah is the Nakuda that binds the giver and the receiver. And that's exactly what happens when we are privileged to have somebody knock on our door asking for Tzedakah. What do we do? We reach out our hand and we give Tzedakah. That process of giving tzedakah is the element of is the element of tzedakah, right? The element of giving is binding the mashpia and the mekabel. You're in the element of tzedek. The person receiving is in the bechina of tzedek, and what you're giving or the act of giving is the act of tzedakah, the transference of shefa from giver to receiver. And so that can also be one of this reason, because Amuna is bound to Malchus, that Amuna, when a person lives in this physical world, a world that's likened to the moon because it lacks anything of its own and believes that every element of life and every element of, of, of vitality and shef and bracha that comes to this world is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shemesh, Kibiyachu, so to speak. The light of Chachma, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's intelligent design and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's master plan. So a person lives in the world of Malchus and is able to utilize this experience to tap into Emunah, that's Chashuv, Kitztaka. Because that opens the channel to allow Tzadik, which is the Mid of Yisod, to send forth and, and send down Shefa into the Bechina of Malchus, which is the Indian of Tzedek. And therefore, Malchus comes to life, which is Tzedek, Hey, right? The final Hey of Yud Kivavke. It's also associated with the sphere of Malchus and the world of Asiya is brought to life with the tzedek. Tzedek, hey, tzedakah. Tzedakah, the Pasuk says, hey lechem zera, right? They said, hey lechem zera, by Yosef tzedek. Hey, the letter hey is associated with zera, with life force. And therefore, it was only when the hey was added onto Avram Avinu's name that Avram became Avraham and Sarai became Sarah. Both of them had the letter hey. Rabbi Nachman says, hey, lechem zera. They were able to have children. They were able to have bunny because they had the letter hey added to them. What's the letter hey? The letter hey is the sphere of Malchus, is the world of Asiya, permeated, bursting with faith. It's an experience of this world that's not the letter Dalid. That's the element of that's called a Dalid because it's devoid of anything, but it's a Dalid and a little Yud inside which produces the letter He. What's the Yud? The Yud is Chachma, spirituality. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, just the point, the center point, the purpose of it all. When that center point is introduced into the letter Dalid, that's Malchus, devoid of anything on its own, what does it become? The letter He. And when that letter Hey is added onto Abraham's name and added onto Sarah's name, then Hey Lachem Zerah. Now we can have this experience of Zerah, which is the, 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 the Yichud between Yisod and Malchus, is the transference of Zerah, which is the Nakud of Tzedakah, Tzadik and Sedek 
transferring tzedakah, and that can bring life to the world. That can bring unbelievable further vitality, drawing on the essence of the vitality, so able to channel children into the world. So that's the nekuda of why Avram Avinu was the Hemen Bashem. And what happens afterwards, this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu promising him, you're going to be able to have children. And he was able to have children. Through this incredible element of emuna, and therefore tzedakah tzedek hey, that ultimately is this encapsulated in the gematria of emuna, that's gematria banim. Okay, so that's a little bit of a deeper avana. I didn't develop all the ideas. Most of us are familiar with these concepts already. We have to be so familiar with them. It should be our, our mother tongue, Mamash, our second language, uh, our first language. It should just be fluent to us. And so a little bit Rashi Prakim without going into the depth of it. But that's some of the deeper understanding of why Amuna is connected to Tzedakah and Behemim Hashem Tzedakah, and that brings to Banim. Okay, that's Sichas around Lamed Dalit. Let's take a look at the Chaim Aran. This horse here from Chaim Aran. And the tzaddik says like this, or it's brought down, it's recorded about the tzaddik, that mikfar, and this is a sister Torah to this lesson, mikfar koydim Eretz Yisrael before Ibn Achman's famous legendary trip to Eretz Yisrael with everything that went on, on that incredible trip and, and what he was able to, to poel for all future generations, the return to Eretz Yisrael through that trip. Before he went on that trip, somebody came to the tzaddik and said, I can't have children, we can't conceive. For Amr Lai, Rabbi Nachman told him, Shayitain Staka, give Tzedaka. And the person answered, oh, I don't have Pranasa either. But it came to the Tzaddik, and if we could ask for children of Pranasa, every Jew is asking for children. You understand that's the essence of Yiddishkeit. It's to be able to be Gantala and I bless us all with that experience of raising and nurturing healthy, wonderful, uh, brilliantly shining children that are filled with the princess and never lose it. And that our job as parents is just to protect it and preserve what's already there. But the Heshusha said, I don't have Parnassa also, I don't have Parnassa. For Amaloi, Shiyiloi, Emuna. So Ibn Ahmed said, Work on your Emuna. Work on your Emuna. Ki Emuna Chashav Kitstaka, because like we learned, Emuna is connected to Staka, Kamoisha Kasaba Avram, Behemin Bashem, Vaich Shivei Loit Staka. Avram Avinu's Emuna was considered Tzedaka. Va'amar and Rabbi Nachman said, If you'll connect to this element of emuna, because of the old Kabbalistic thing that we said before, but on a simple level, emuna brings to children ki emuna begematria banim v'chein hava, and so it was shenifkadzeh ish that this person was zocha to conceive ha'yilai banim, and they were and, and and him and his wife were able to bring children into the world. An amazing, amazing applied story where this actually happened. Where the Rebbe wasn't about Moifsim, but it was all Kabbalistic. But the Tzaddik was able to tell people, okay, you need to do this, this, and the other thing. And that's going to open the channels. That's going to be able to bring children into the world. Fascinatingly enough, it's not only that, that Amuna brings children into the world, but it's only with Amuna that after the physical appearance of children on the scene, the way to give birth to them spiritually, even after their bodies are in the world. And the ability to help us as parents develop our child's spirituality is also through Amuna. Rabbi Nachman says this in Torah Kufnun Hei in the Kutumran based on the Pasuk in Esther, and Megillus Esther, Vayihi Oimein Es Hadasa, which literally means that Mordechai raised Hadasa. It was her uncle, but he raised her. She was Yisayma. That's what it literally means. Says Rabbi Nachman, how did he raise her? What's the parenting lesson here in this word, omen, which means to raise, but it's also, of course, milash and emunah. There's only one way to raise kids spiritually, and that's with emunah. It means emunah in Hashem, 
to hold on to HaKadosh Baruch and say, Rennesham, I can't do this on my own. And we're parenting together. You were partners in bringing this child down into the world. That there's three partners. There's the husband, the wife, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now you're my partner also in raising him because I can't do that on my own just like I couldn't bring a soul down to the world and create a person inside of my stomach, create a person in my physiological uh, makeup. We need you. And so we need you to raise the child also. But even deeper than that, it means a muna in the child. Do you know how Mordechai raised Hadassah? He believed in her. He gave her this ability to be a confident, confident, unbelievable woman that was so strong and so confident and so clear and so courageous to be able to do what she did to save Am Yisrael single-handedly. Single-handedly to save, to save Am Yisrael. To be able to go in to be able to stand up at that moment of history and realize that she was placed there by a Kaddish Baruch to have a relationship that was so open and real and specific that it was clear to her, I was put here. I'm of a Kaddish Baruch What gave her that ability? What gave her that strength? It's that Mordechai implanted within her this confidence, implanted within her this emuna, implanted within her this incredible faith in a Kaddish Baruch and so this is the Nakuda here, not only of how to be Zoha, to bring children physically into the world, but how to raise children is only with Bunim. How to raise children is with Emuna. Emuna Nashem, Emuna in the children, to constantly, constantly support them, constantly encourage them, constantly believe in them, constantly serve as their mamish, their cheerleaders, every step along the way. And that's, uh, and that, and that's you know, the, the school, and not just, again, to bring children physically into the world. Of course it is. That's what Rabbi Nachman is saying very deep. Hamuna is connected to Tzedakah. Hamuna is Banim. But by Yi'oyimin es Hadassah, how to raise the children also. That's very deep. Okay, Sichas Ran Lamed. Hey, this one's a little bit lengthier. Also on the same Nakuda. Va'amar. And the Heiliger Rebbe says, Amen. What a privilege to learn his words. What a privilege to be among those that are, that are makir. Just, just uh, how, how much of a life-giving channel. This particular tzaddik is uniquely for our generation. Anava Amar, he's answering us all the time. He's always answering our questions. He's always answering our concerns. He had us in mind. And the tzaddik says, Va'amar, There's a tremendous spirit of heresy that is going to descend upon the world. And he told this over many times. Because of our many sins, there is an incredible spirit of heresy that will soon be descending upon the world. Fortunate is he who is able to hold on, who is able to hold on to his faith in these times. And historically speaking, back then it was the early, early, early onset, early the Industrial Revolution and, 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 the, and the printing press and a little bit, a little bit the waves of Haskalah, all together with the Scientific Revolution and so on and so forth. But it was just the seeds. Largely, it was a world that believed. What they believed in, we don't necessarily believe in. It was a, it was a faithful world. It was a world full of, of, of crazy uh, religious violence and, 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 and so on and so forth. It wasn't, a, wasn't a necessarily a civilized world as a world under Am Yisrael would be. But it was a world of faith. So Rabbi Nachman, to stand up now, it's easy for us to say, Yeah, thank you. We live in a world of epicarses. We live under the thick cloud of heresy, particularly now in Western culture. It's, it's terrible what's going on. We'll speak a little bit more about that. 
But for Rabbi Nachman at those times to stand up and say, I see it ba'alil. Remember we said earlier that Rabbi Nachman had this ability to see to the end of time. Amar. He had this ability to foretell, to be able to see what our generations would need. Part of the hisnagdus against him at his time was that they felt he was revealing teachings that weren't yet necessary for that generation, that were too powerful or that were treating different elements than those that were needed at that particular time. But Al-Kalpanin, he's speaking to us and he's speaking about our time. And the tzaddik said, Fortunate is going to be the one who's able to hold on to emunah. By the world, it's a davar katan. By me, This is all we need now. And not with, with, with lectures of, of <clears throat> how to rebut, you know, atheists and, and, and not with that. With simple Pashit faith. With simple delving into the Torah in a way of faith. With simple tefillah without sophistication. Just simple to be mamin. That a Baruch Hu is listening to our words, listening to our broken-hearted cries. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, no matter what, what, what stage we're holding in in life, we can speak to Him and He's listening. Nobody can prove that to us. I go to Baruch Hu designed the system in a way that it can't be proven. But to be able to hold on to this faith, this is what's going to bring us to the finish line. And he said, He said, I'm very sorry to tell you that it's not really going to help you that I'm telling you this. Because I'm not able to undo it. This is just how it's got to be. Rabbi Nachman said that this is what Goy Gumagag is. Rabbi Nachman wasn't of the opinion that it was going to be a physical war. Rabbi Nachman said it's going to be a war of spirituality. It's going to be the forces of darkness and the forces of ego and the forces of Hester Punin and the forces of Gashmias Neged a more elevated life that's devoted to be marbek fod shemayim, a life that's devoted to personal sacrifice on behalf of a much greater purpose. That was going to be the battle, and I dare say that we're living in it now. Or at least, you know, the, the retrospective echo is also reaching us from the end of time. How, how much worse can it get, right? But this is the battle. And he said, it's not going to help. It's not going to help that I'm telling you that it's going to happen. You're going to have to hold on to yourself, you know, hold on to Even though I'm telling you this, it's going to happen. And there's going to be confusions and it's going to be darn hard. It's not going to be easy. Daniel and the other Nevi'im also prophesied about the end of time that this was going to happen. That the masses would be very, very uh, clarified and cleansed and need to go through a process of birur to really find out who's in and who's out. Not just but who's able to hold on. And Daniel already said, that before the coming of Mashiach, the wicked will get even more wicked and that wickedness will fill the world. And wickedness, you know, it's not, you know, like this, this cruel, wicked man with a, you know, a short little beard and a, you know, and a, and, a, and a big, you know, feather coming out of his hat in some nefarious, evil basement, like planning a whole. It just means ego. That's what it means. Rishos is ego. There will never be as egotistical a generation as there, as there will be before the coming of Mashiach. A generation that focuses on kfoid, malachim, their own kavod as opposed to the kfoid hamakim, as opposed to serving, as opposed to consecrating every single aspect of what it is that we can do in this world. 
physically and spiritually for the purpose of being Megalic Foyt Shemayim. But those that are wise, not the maskilim, you know, that, that's, that's mamish, maybe the zelu umazev, this pasik, maskilim, is those who are really wise, not the intellectuals, not the, not the academic philosophers, the sophisticated thinkers, maskilim, those that understand what it's all about, those that are not so foolish as to get caught up in this incredible pursuit of an egotistical happiness that never leads anywhere, as the Mishnah tells us, nobody dies with even half of his desires fulfilled. It's an endless pit. There's no fulfillment there because the body is itself essentially filled with the concept of lack and rooted in this element of, of essential uh, opposite of longevity. And those that are connected to what this whole thing is about, what this whole story is about from the beginning of time until the present moment, Yavinu, they'll be able to tap into the spirit of Bina. The Zohar Kaddish is Bina. Rabbi Nachman is Bina. Chachman Bina. Bina is this deeply, deeply intuitive Bina Liba. It's a heart understanding. It's a heart-centric way of connecting to Yiddishkeit. Without an intellectual sophistication, but just an outpouring of the heart, a cry for help, of a anit tefillah, of devoting every element of our lives to serving, to reveal the covet of a Kodesh Baruch The Imkain says the Tzaddik, now that Daniel already told us that this would be the Mashiach before the coming of Mashiach, there's going to be a big test. And everybody's going to be put through the ringer. And everybody's going to be going through what they're going through. And a person that's Zohar to stand and hold tight in this Nisayin. And to hold on to the faith of our generations upon generations as ridiculed as he might be. And as, and, 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 and as told as he might be that he's outdated and that he's archaic. And that it doesn't align with, his, with, it, with historical records. And, and all of these kinds of pilpulim. But a person holds on tight and says there's hashkacha in the world. And if Yiddishkeit looks the way it does today, it's because this is exactly the way that it's supposed to look. And that we have tzaddikim in every generation that are, ha- that are passing the baton to the tzaddikim of the coming generations. Is that a Kaddish Baruch who brought into the world a ruach, a redemptive spirit that's being mechaya am Yisrael in the most wonderful, wonderful, incredible way. And that we have the sanity and that we're living in a way of yashros and a way of nobility. And he holds on tight to that in the, in the face of the winds of the world that seek to blow him off and blow him down. Ashrei loy. Fortunate is such a person. And that such a person is going to be the recipient of all the deepest promises and all of the incredible visions of all the tzaddikim in previous generations. So he says, okay, so Daniel told us all this. That every person should be wise. And care enough about himself. To work on this thing called Amuna. And to learn about who it is that we're serving. The first thing is like Reb Tzadik says in the beginning of Tzikas Tzadik. That's why Brachas is the first Masechta in Shas because Brachas is all misoviv around this Nikud of consciousness of Elokus before we put something in our mouth or smell something with our nose. 
all of these birchas hanenin is to realize that there's a God in the world who created this and gave this to me to elevate in the context of my Baris Hashem. That's why brachas is first in Shas, because Mesechta's brachas, Mesechta brachas is the inin of Dasa the Avicha and then Va'avdeyu. And that's exactly why the very first Raman Shulchan Aruch is Shivisi Avayil Enegdi Samit. Then you can go ahead and serve God with all of the other Dalat Chalki Shulchan Aruch and millions of Dinim and Chaluki Dinim. And that's why Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year because that's Da'asa the Avicha, Kabbalah Sol Machashmai, then Va'avdeyu, then we go into Tishrei and all the Avodis of the rest of the year. So a person should know this and he should hold on. He should learn about this. And he should devote time every single day to the Agadic portion of Yiddishkeit that gives over the lave. The Chazal tell us that it's called Agadah because it's Nagad Halev. It pulls on the heartstrings. And it draws a person into HaKadosh Baruch Hu's embrace that HaKadosh Baruch Hu shouldn't be a stranger like the Katsker said. Not that you shouldn't have a strange God, but that God shouldn't be a stranger to you. That it's possible to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu day in and day out with incredible Mesiris Nefesh and Diktuk Halacha and Chumri Chumris. And it's wonderful. And nobody's taking away from that. And for God to be a stranger to you. It's possible. Rabbi Nachman says that it's possible for a person to live their whole life and to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but it's a Bechina of Shana, sleeping. It's dogmatic. It's out of fear. It's out of this Nukuda being pressured into it. But if I had the privilege, the first thing I would do is just to shirk it off of my shoulders and run for the hills. But I can't. Because I'm scared of punishment or because this is what my parents expect of me or because this is what my yeshiva wants of me and I'm not going to get a shidduch and I have to play the game, etc., etc. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the mitzvahs not that we should fulfill a mechanical checklist. Not that we should go ahead and feel as if, okay, we're living accordance to the, to the, you know, the letter of the law. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the 613 mitzvahs because these are 613 ways of connecting with Him, like we say all the time. 248 ways of connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu by doing certain things. 365 ways of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu by refraining from doing certain things. That is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. Rachmana liba boy, period. And this is not an akuda of Ashkafic approach. And this is Hasidus. And it's not Litvish. It's not true. It's not true. Then Avshachayim would have told you the same exact thing. It's Pashit, not true. There are many paths to Yiddishkeit. Harbi Drachem Lamakim. Uninspired rote observance is not one of them. It's not one of the paths. It might be holy, but it's not a lechatchila path to Yiddishkeit according to anyone. It's not. Rachman alibabai. We believe in Chazal. Rachman alibabai. Doidi li va'ani loy. Yiddishkeit is supposed to be a conscious relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Uboi sidbak b'chol drachecha da'ehu. Mamish. It's supposed to be this intimate relationship that's supposed to transform our consciousness so that we can't go one second without thinking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can't go one second without subliminally davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is the forefront of our lives, like we always say from the Baal Shem HaKadosh. I think I said, I, I mentioned it last week also, the Baal Shem wanted his students and those that follow his path, which is the path of the future. It's the path of Mashiach. I told somebody recently that trips to Poland and trips to Lithuania, wonderful as they are, necessary as they are, heritage trips to the concentration camps. It's very important to, for our generation and future generations to understand the history of what it is to be a Jew. They're trips to the past. A trip to Ukraine, a trip to the Baal Shem HaKadosh in Mezbiz, a trip to Uman, a trip to Lezhensk, a trip to Berdichev is a trip to the future. It's not a trip to the past. 
It's a trip to the future. This is the future of Yiddishkeit. It's happening before our eyes. Nobody has answers. They come to me. And I'm a pisher. I'm nobody. I'm a tiny little nobody, nothing. But I believe in the words of the tzaddikim. And nobody knows. Not, there's nobody else standing up with conviction saying, this is the future of Yiddishkeit. This is going to say, everybody's falling apart. Me and you are standing up saying, Zeu, this is it. Nobody needs to grow payas. Nobody needs to put on a strimal. Nobody needs to, to, to wear a bekesha with three gartels and two pairs of trellis from the Shitas Rambam and the Shitas Raj. Nobody needs to do this. All of Hashem Tov wanted to awaken within our hearts is the Nakuda of a loving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of Avas Hashem, Avas Yisrael, and Avas HaToyra. And Muna, the Baal Shem Tov wanted to teach us. He didn't come with big pulpulim and Hilchas Taruvis. He came with faith. And our Hilchas Taruvis, which we should definitely learn and definitely be ma'ayanin, needs to also be imbued with Emuna. Emuna is necessary across the board, across the board, across the board. And everything that we'll learn, and in every mitzvah that we'll do, and in every relationship that we'll have, and in every word that we say to our children, or to our students, or to our parents, emuna, hakadosh baruch This is what the Baal Shem wanted. Why is this so difficult for people to understand? I can't understand it. It's difficult for me to understand why people find this difficult to understand. This is not controversial. This is Yiddishkeit 101. How could it be that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down on Mount Sinai to give us, and our Sinai, to give us this whole dogmatic presentation of a way to live if he didn't expect for us to utilize this framework to bind ourselves to him. This is what he wants. And so a person knows all of this. And a person reads the Psukim of Daniel, reads the Psukim from all the prophets and all the Nevi'im, and a person needs to understand, okay, so you shouldn't have any more Nisiyanis because this is what we need to do. This is the final battle. Because they already, they already told him this, but it doesn't work this way. It does not work this way. But the truth is, even though they already told you this, it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous battle. It's difficult. It's difficult. And it's going to be difficult. And it's not a problem if it's difficult. It is supposed to be difficult. Like the Baal Tanya says, if we weren't we wouldn't have the mitzvah. Right? It, this is how Hashem designed us. This is how it's supposed to be. It's going to be hard. Even for ma'aminim. Even for chever that are living the chodra chachadeu. Even for chever that are learning chasidus. Even for chever that are learning panemias. There are going to be moments where the spirit of Amalek, of Suffolk, enters into our mind and heart. That's just going to happen. Especially in our generation when we live in the midst of a society that's entirely antithetical to this kind of, of, of living. Entirely. There's never been a more egotistical generation than this generation. There are positive elements to that. But there's negative elements to that. There's a holy element of, 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 of chutzpah yaske, like Rav Kook described. There's a positive thing to that also. Nishmas Yisrael is waking up. Social movements and so on and so forth bring about a certain level of MS that's deeper than simply, you know, monarchical, uh, you know, top-down sort of governance. Democracy is a, is a positive thing. All of these are 
preservations of, 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 of personal dignity. All these are positive things. But ultimately, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. And it is difficult. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a big, big challenge. And Daniel already was made that many people are going to be our shiu from this. said, Even so, I'm coming to talk to you. And he's talking to me and you. This is not something we're reading that was written 300 years ago. Close to 300 years ago. We're reading reading something that was written mamish to me and you today. It's fresh. The ink is wet. Every word that we're reading from the Rebbe, you can feel the warmth of his breath that he, that he used to breathe out these words. It's, it's fresh mamish like, like, like today. It's, it's, today's, it's today's news in the newspaper. Rabbi Nachman answers us back our retrospective question. Rabbi Nachman announces and he answers us and he tells us, Tyra Zisiyidin. Tyra Yidin holding on at the end of time in an ocean, in an ocean of heresy, in an ocean of apikarsis, in an ocean of, of rishis, in an ocean of impurity and ego and kvayd malachim and, and, and everything that's the hepech of Kedusha. Ani Don't worry, I told you this a long time ago. Because of you, that you're mevakshe emes, that you realize that this world is hevel v'dimian and sheker chazav, every element of it. It's a world of olam hafuch re'isi. It's an almadish and Rabbi Nachman said, I came to this world to speak to you. Hold on tight to your faith. Again, Rabbi Nachman's telling us this doesn't prevent us from struggling in these areas. It's okay to struggle. Rabbi Nachman's whole entire mahalach is one that encompasses the struggle and elevates it into, a, into an avoda in and of itself. You'll have doubts, and that's okay. But I, I told them this so that they should have a little bit of yishvatas and strength and to again find some way to strengthen themselves so that they'll see that there was a person who spoke about this already. And that this is part of the process. And that this is not a negation of God. That Nietzsche says God is dead. God is, God is not dead. God is alive. It's our search for him that has died. But that we should be able to hold on to this. To realize this is built in. HaKadosh Baruch Hu built this in in the final generation. Yislab novit sarfu rabin. Yisbaru yislab novit sarfu rabin. This is all part of the plan. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is silent. And we're faced with a, with, a, with, a, with a gigantic question mark. And we feel, why can't you just speak to me? Why can't you just you know, allow me to feel you, to, to be certain? And we do have moments of certainty. Certainly, Chaver, that are learning Pneumis HaTorah, you come, it's Panam Al-Panam with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a level of Amunah anymore. It's, it's Mamash HaKara. There's, there's, there's nothing you're more secure about than, than what you're learning. But that's, a, but that's a, a separate conversation. But in moments of challenge, to be able to walk with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and never stop speaking to Him, you can't not believe in the being that you speak to. So when you feel that you don't believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu anymore, tell Him about that. And cry out, like Rabbi Nachman tells us in, in, in Likut Tanyana, Mem Vav, cry out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, Rabbi Hashem, I don't believe in you. 
I'm having a hard time believing in you today, right? And that itself, the Rebbe says, is the tikkun. That itself is ma'apich. That itself opens the conversation once more. But Rabbi Nachman said, it's li, for me, for my gilui, which is the final gilui until the coming of Mashiach that has produced tens of thousands of oivde Hashem on levels that the world can't comprehend, that people think it's unhealthy. And there are unhealthy things, perhaps, in extremism, in a chanami, but that people are so far from this consciousness that they look at a breast lover and they say, not normal. No, he's normal. He's normal. He's normal. It's that your perception of what normal is is so skewed that when a person actually acts in a way of normalcy and lives like a Yid is supposed to live and puts Yiddishkeit first, to you that's bizarre and that's extreme. So, of course, everything needs to be with balance, obviously. Akadosh Baruch Hu intended for things to be this way. But Rabbi Nachman has been, has been empowering Yidin in a way that living G'doylem haven't been able to do. To set hearts on fire, transform lives, lift up an entire generation of people that feel indebted on a level that's not even, it's not even hegyoni, it's not even logical. To drop everything, every Rosh Hashanah and, 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 and travel to Ukraine and, 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 and leave wife and children with all the difficulty that that entails. And their sacrifice on, 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 in every single aspect, financially, Messias Nefesh, Atsum. For Americans, it's easier. For Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's hard. And people don't have money to put food on the table. But why? What is it? What is this fire? The Rebbe Nassim said, the Breslev Bo'eret Eish. There's a fire in Breslev. Havero Tabikirbi. Allow my heart to become aflame with this fire. What is it? And the answer is Amuna. And the answer is, Bacha Bakuk Ve'amidan Al-Achas V'Tzadik. Be'emunaso that the tzaddik is able to bring us to life. And that if we think we're going to get on without the tzaddik, kiguf b'loi neshama. Kiguf b'loi neshama. Yilachem melcham is g'doylis. V'dayit alaman yilachem l'meishiv nefesh v'ischaskos v'ischamsos yoyser k'shiyur shekvar dibur mizemi koydim. What a privilege to be among those chavr. There are so few of us. There are so few of us. It's a pellet. It's a pili plime. The Rebbe was a chiddish. The Rebbe said, Ani ish pelev, an ishmasi pelev gadol. Pelev is, of course, keser. Rebbe Nachman's neshama came from keser. He came down to reveal to us giluyim that Rebbe Nachman said if he had revealed his Torah at the time of the Zohar Kodesh, it would have been a chiddish. Giluyim, anybody who has a brain in his head knows how to learn a little bit. You open up a Lakutimran, it's not the same as other svarim. We need them all. Yesh mashu b'sefer azesha. Shonele gamri. It's just a different experience. Every single word, every single line is a Pesach to call kula. That you could build a Lakute Allahus off of this Sefer, a Lakute Tfilus off of this Sefer, a lifestyle, a language, a consciousness. It's Tardatika Stimar, Ibn Ahmed said. He said, when Mashiach comes and they try to fool you by giving you Torah that's not Mashiach's Torah, you'll be able to say, You're not going to fool me because I already tasted the Yain Hungary, I already tasted the good wine. Rabbi Nachman came to bring an early Shabbos. Rabbi Nachman came to begin to enable us to start developing a moichin bil asad lavoi. Abayyema hu yashem echad ushmai echad vay idn alavu echad the Gemara asked today he's not one. Ah, but today you make on the toiv baruch atoiv ameitiv and on the rag you make baruch you you make baruch ta'ina emes but the asad lavoi. It's going to be kule atoiv ameitiv to be able to live in this way with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, who's toiv lakol. 
We are standing at the threshold of this. Am Yisrael is ready like they were never ready before to open their hearts and minds to something so deep and so exalted, just a completely different way of being, a Mashiach way of being. We're ready. We're returning to Eretz Yisrael physically. Slowly but surely, we're coming back. It's the end of time. And there's an Eretz Yisrael, the Gashmius in the world, but there's an Eretz Yisrael in Torah, and there's an Eretz Yisrael in Tefillah, and there's an Eretz Yisrael in Shabbos, and there's an Eretz Yisrael in, in, in education. And our physical return to Eretz Yisrael is being mirrored by our spiritual return to the Eretz Yisrael, to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, to the, to the, to the Shir HaShirim, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Kodesh, Kodesh HaKadoshim, Shir, Shir HaShirim of, 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 of Yiddishkeit. And it's happening. And each and every one of us, and I cannot impress this upon you enough, that our chevra that discover this life-changing way, and they open their hearts, and they, and they, and, and they open their minds, and they go with tamimus and pshitos, and they're misbattled to the, to the emes. And they nullify themselves, and they devote time, copious amounts of time, to opening themselves up to the Torahs of the Rebbe, and it changes their lives. But because the Rebbe is also giving over this incredible bittel, and because it engenders an incredible, incredible sense of nullification to the tzaddik and Ta'akadosh Baruch Hu and, 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 and just gra- and, and gratitude to Hashem for giving us this neshama that's mamish, you know, bringing us to life and, 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 and guiding us and giving us eights as how to be Mikhaim, the Torah, at the most exalted level, they keep it for themselves. And they say, okay, it's enough. I'll just be, you know, I'm just a little yid. No, I'll just do my inyanim and vasikin and chatzois and incredible, incredible levels of asmada, and incredible levels of liman alacha and, 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 and tefillah and espoidus and, and, and the zmiris of breslev and, 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 and look at the tefillahs and look at the alachas and they keep it to themselves. But there are so few of us and what we have is a commodity that can save lives, kipshutai mamish. We have to take achrayas. We must take Achrayas, each and every one of us. You think you don't know how to teach? The world doesn't care. They want a Dibor Emes. It doesn't matter who it comes from. It doesn't matter how many smichas you have on your wall or if you have no smicha on your wall. They don't care. The world is at a point where they're desperate for one word of sanity, for one word of life, for one word of neshama. It's an achrayis, Chevra. The reason why I do what I do is because I feel an achrayis. And I can't do it alone. And I know I'm not alone. And many of you are doing this. With, 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 with keflayim letushia, every effort needs to be doubled, tripled as we move closer and closer to Mashiach. Find a way to be mashpia in some capacity. Take one person, set up a chavrusa with him. Start a chabura in your shul. There are shuls across, across the nation, Hashem, more and more that are starting to form LPI book clubs, dafka to study the story of the lost princess and in, in the story of our lives. Set one up in your community. I'll set you up anything you need. We'll talk about it. Many people are doing it. Set one up in your school, in your community. If it's not with that safer, it doesn't have to be my safer. Take any of these farm. Chevra, we need to spread the word. It's pashit. It, on the most literal level, it's pikuach nefesh mamish. It's pikuach nashama, but it's pikuach nefesh mamish. We can save kids. People are so thirsty today. They're looking for something they don't know already exists. And it's up to you and me to bring that to them. That achrayus needs to be unbelievable. And the faith in ourselves, and people ask me, where do you get your confidence from? I don't have confidence. You should know this. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a confident person by nature. It's not my confidence. It's the Rebbe's confidence of Nitzachti v'anatzeach that the Tzaddik said, I conquered and I will conquer. Gamarti v'egmar. I completed and I will complete. 
You and I are the Va'anat Seach. You and I are the Egmar. We are the living spirit of the Rebbe today that is charged with bringing this baby home to the finish line. We're almost there. We need every single person's help. So that's this Nakuda of Lamed. Hey, let's just jump into Lamed 6, the last couple of minutes we have left, a one-liner. The Amra the Tzadik said, same, same thing. There's going to come a time that a simple yid, but, a, but a ish pasher, an ish kasher pasher, a simple but good, a kasher yid, will be a chiddish like the Baal Shem Tev. It's coming a time like that. We're just a good, zis, sweet yid that wants to be davok to Hashem, Ava, Yira, Shabbos, Kodesh, Sadikim, Eretz Yisrael, Tefillah, Limanat Torah, Dveikus. Just a simple yid, just what it is to be a Jew, be a chiddish like the Baal Shem Tov. Says the Pshischer in Kol Simcha, very similar teaching, but this will come to the end. We call Simcha the Rav HaKadosh Rabbunim Pshischer. The says, Those that are left in Sion and those that are left in Yerushalayim, we're going to pronounce upon them Kaddish, holy. A person who's living life on such a level of precious and Kedusha, such a person who says, He's a Kaddish. Ah, he, he's a Kaddish, right? Precious, humorous, but in a way of holiness. He's a Kaddish. Because his actions and his commitment to Yiddishkeit and his sacrifice, Messias never shows that he's a Kaddish. But he said there's also another way. Even a person who's not really acting in such a way of extraordinary priests in Gedarim. But a person who holds on to the simple, simple, simple Yiddishkeit. But again, a simple Yiddishkeit is with Dveikus and whatever level. A simple Tehillim Zagar, but it's with Hashem. Everything's with Hashem. Hashem is the Iker. And all of Torah and Mitzvahs is only a means toward the end. And it's not the means in and of them in and of itself and all of our institutions are built to foster this flame of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the shame Yichu Kutcher Baruch Hu but a simple Yid that's serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu Messias Nefesh when there's a lot of Meniyas and he's giving his life for this even though it's simple there's no extras simple but he's Moiser Nefesh. And he casts his life to the side to be able to fulfill the Torah properties of Avadu Gam King Kaddish. This is the Indian of Avram vis a vis his generation and Noyach vis a vis his generation. Noyach Tzadik Hoibadurais of his Dersham Lignai. That's the Indian that he was a Tzadik in his generation. But al he was a tzaddik, and that's also called a kaddish. Because that of this is the pshat and the pasuk, but this will come to the end. It's going to be so difficult to hold on, chaver. This is our generation, the Yerusha It's going to be so difficult. A yid who's proud to be a Jew, a yid who walks in the street with Jewish pride, not this national Jewish pride and... But mamish, what it is to rejoice in the chelik alukami mal that we have within, and to try to reveal that, and a yid who's shining from one end of the world to the other with the spirit of Yiddishkeit, to be called a Jew, even on a simple level, whoever's left at the end, whoever's left either physically in Eretz Yisrael, like we learned in the parish this year last Thursday, spiritually in Yerushalayim in Eretz Yisrael, whoever's left, those that are left with our, with, and they have Yerushalayim, which is Yerushalayim, 
They're going to be a chiddush, like Rabbi Nachman says, like the Baal Shem, the Kaddish, holy, mamish holy. And the Arugas HaBoysim says, Hey, we be safer, Tara Simcha, but this will end. Shekasa, Vizel Hashoyna, our Mamad, our Nitvas, be safer, called Simcha, referring to this teaching, Alapasik, Vayanisha, Betsiyan, this teaching. Higara Goyna Chasid, Moreno, Rabnasin, Nata, Avbezin, Kolobiel. He said, Shashama Ishmi Pi Ish Oid, Koydim Shinitvas, a Kol Simcha. You heard this memra before it was printed in the Sefer called Simcha, from the Heliger, Simcha Bunim of Shish, Shamar Azher, Rebunim Schusiagnaleinu, that he said in this Lashen, Oid Ye Ace, there will come a time, Asher Beim Yehudi Yerchatz Yad of the Kikanikra Bagel, that if a Jew will wash his hands, Natilis Yedayim, to eat a bagel, he said, masses will run after this person. Just a person that washes the tears, he die before he eats. Unbelievable. So you see what kind of struggles and challenges that are going to be. We don't know what the next generation holds. It could be that I said Arben Nachman was speaking to us. It could be he still even wasn't speaking to us. It could be he's speaking even to the next generation. Who knows what's going to be? But don't we want that our children should be the one washing on the bagel, even if they don't have anything else? We need to give over Amuna to our children. And I'm speaking strongly about this, passionately about this. I don't know any other way. Like our cook said, I don't speak like, yeah, because I could speak, I speak because I can't stay silent. Because, Mamish, the world's on fire. It's a bira delakas and not a good one. And the Bala Bira gave us the remedy. The Bala Bira gave us the water to put out the fire. And we absolutely need to open ourselves up to it. We're beyond debating this. We're beyond, it's Mamish Ashas Sakana. And we need to give this over to our children. Vizet Perish Hanisher Betzian. Tzian means a place. Of course, the, the city of Tzian, Zion. But it also means Betzion Yehudi. Just a mark. Tzian is a mark, is, a, is an indicator. Betzion Yehudi. Just a litmus test that he's a Yid Kaddish Yamalai. It's going to be very hard. Once we're at the very end, let's just learn Sikhs around Lamad Zayin. One last piece, and then we'll finish for tonight. Epikarsus Nikris Masa. Epikarsus heresy, a person that's davuk to heresy, a person that doesn't believe in anything, and a person that's just floating in this world and infatuated and obsessed with the ego Nikra Masa. It's a big, heavy weight. You're not gaining anything. Adarab. It's making life miserable. Moshe Rabbeinu says in the name of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that it was heavy for me. Eicha, Esel, how can I carry your Masachem, your, 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 your heaviness? And Rashi brings from the Safri, This word Masachem tells us that there were Abikarsim, that were mocking Moshe. That was the Abikarsis. You should see the Safri. It's unbelievable. It wasn't that they were mocking Hashem. That's the next piece, by the way. We're going to learn next week, Monday night, is Hashem Lamed Ches which speaks about Epicarsus and the Tzaddik, so to speak. It's really Epicarsus and Hashem. But it's speaking about denial of the Tzaddik. is a masa. It's a weight. It's a weight. It's a heavy burden. Al-Kinkishinah So he says to the Tzaddik, because that's what the Sifri says. They were making fun of Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's Epicarsus. If you travel to the Tzaddik, you leave the Tzaddik feeling fresh, feeling clean, feeling light. Feeling like you can do it. Because a person who travels away from the tzaddik, the tzaddik infuses you with emunah. And that's why you feel as if there's a mass off your shoulders. Ah, those plane rides flying back from Uman. It's a different vibe than the plane ride flying to Uman. There's incredible joy traveling to Uman. 
For Rabbi Nachman said, if only I would have the schus like you do, hayisi rutz, hayisi rutz. When I came back, I would run, I would run, I would run. To be mekayim, everything that we learned from the tzaddik, all the eitzes, all that. The tzaddik gives us life, chever. The tzaddik is the chayoy lamim. The tzaddik is the yisoid, is the inyan of chiyas, of chayim, of neshama. If we're not connected to the tzaddik, kegufpale neshama, we must bring the light of this tzaddik to Am Yisrael. We must bring the light of the tzaddikim to Am Yisrael. We must bring the light of Pnimius, of chayim, of that Be'ermayim Chaim that underlies and that flows within the Dalar Amas Shaladacha to our children to teach them these Inyanim, to our students, to our friends, to our family members. Chevra, go out, go out into the world. Think right now. How can I spread this? How can I do more than I'm already doing? Add on, even if you're maxed out already. I'm maxed out. Add on. Add on, Chevra. Together we're going to change the world. We can do it. We need every single person. It's not us, it's the Tzadikim. But it needs to come through the What a schus to be connected to tzaddikim like this. What a privilege. This is the MS. Simple as it is. In a world that's desperate for it. It's up to us to help the sunlight of redemption continue to shine as the sun of redemption, Kima Kima, continues to rise in the, in the night sky. Thank you for joining me. What a privilege. We're going to change the world together. Or Mamish going to change the world. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And it's going to be Bikar of Mamish. Thank you so much, Chavra. Ashrenu. Ashrenu, thanks for joining. All the best. Wishing you the most amazing rest of the week. And we'll see you Thursday night. Call to Chavra. All the best.